My God, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad within it. I'm Pastor Murphy. We here, the members and friends of the Great Little Zion Baptist Church, welcome you to our worship experience and pray that as you view this moment, your soul will be encouraged, your faith will be built, and you will leave this moment encouraged and empowered and ready to run on to see what God has in store for you. Be blessed as the music uplifts you and the word empowers you in Jesus' name. Welcome to our worship experience. Amen. Jesus was on his way back so you ought to get your house in order see we got this old song that we want to sing for you and it goes a little something like this I'll meet you in the morning you. Ah. 
Good morning, Greater Little Zion family, friends, and guests. Here are our weekly announcements. We would like to invite you to our next food distribution on Saturday, June the 19th. For the month of June and July, we will be looking for school supply donations. Please drop them off on Wednesdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. or from Thursdays from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. We'll be having prayer meeting on Wednesday night at 6 p.m. in our virtual adult Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We will also be having our youth and young adult Bible studies on Wednesday. Young adult Bible study will be at 7 p.m. and our youth Bible study at 6 p.m. Lastly, make sure to join us on the weekends for our Sunday schools. For our youth and young adult Sunday school, it will be a Saturday at 10 a.m. and our adult Sunday school is Sundays at 8.30 a.m. We thank you so much for joining us this morning and hope that you enjoy the rest of your service. Have a happy Sunday.
welcome to this uh, preaching experience uh, this morning. We want to share with you from the book of Mark chapter 5, beginning with verses 25 to verses 35. First, I want to acknowledge our pastor in his absence, Dr. Murphy, for this opportunity to share God's word with you all. The Bible says it is a good thing for brethren to dwell together in unity, and it's always good to be back in the house of the Lord one more time because he's given us grace. He's allowed us to make it here this, this morning, and so we are grateful to God for that. And so if you have your Bibles this morning, you can turn with me to the gospel account of Mark chapter 5, verses 25 all the way to verse 34. I'll read from, for your hearing from the Scofie Bible, the um, King James Version. It says, And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was not getting better rather grew worse. When she heard that Jesus came in, when she heard that Jesus was coming into town, she came in behind in the press and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. And straight away the fountain of her blood was dry up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that the virtue has gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my garment? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude throning thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked around, about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her body, came and fell before him and told him the whole truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. From this uh, few verses of scripture, I want to talk on the topic, desperate for a miracle. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence our soul takes delight, and of whom in affliction we call, you are comfort by day and our song in the night. We come, O God, just to encourage your people and to say a few words that thou hast given unto us. We pray to God that you will remove us from the way and that your word will go forth. That somebody listening today will find courage to hold on just a little while longer on this journey called faith. We bless your name for those that are listening today. We pray to God that you will move as you've always done. We say now let the word of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in our sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. So from, from these few scriptures, I want to talk on the topic again, desperate for a miracle. Sickness is a great interrupter of life. 
It enters our body without knocking, scattering all of our plans, marking the ideas of certainty, diminishing hope for the future. Sickness intrudes like a buckler in our home, touching every part of our lives. Such an interruption occurred to a woman in Jesus' time. Her encounter with Jesus is told in Mark chapter 5, beginning with verse 25 to 34. The incident occurred on on the streets of Jerusalem. It is a narrow, twisted street packed with a cry of excited people. The cry isn't there to purchase gift, but to catch a glimpse of the one named Jesus. He walks like a king. The common people spoke of him with deep affection. The beggars whispered his name softly. The children may be heard singing about him. He is known to every form of disease. His fame has trickled down the streets of forgotten men and women. It is Jesus of Nazareth. At the request of Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue, Jesus is on his way to restore to complete health and restoration the daughter of of dying Jairus. He is on a mission of restoration, and the crowd is following him in order to see him perform a miracle. His walk is interrupted by a sick woman. Her body is wrapped by pain. Who is she? Tradition gives her various names. But I cannot tell you who this lady was. In fact, it doesn't matter who she was right now. Isn't it enough that she was a woman in pain? That this is typical of countless cases of endless pain and suffering. The Bible says for 12 years she has suffered. She just wanted to get a relief from her pain and wanted to be restored back to health and wholeness. She has every reason to want to be healed. Her sickness, as any sickness, had a profound effect on her body. She felt the loss caused by her illness every day. In sickness, as it is in any battle, there are, lo- there are losses even for the victor. The pain and uncertainty of illness usually amplify the scene of loss experienced by the victim. Among some of the common feelings of losses are, one, loss of control. Suddenly the body, rather than obeying you, has its own agenda and behaves in, in a way that is not pleasing. It is like driving your car in an, on an icy highway and suddenly you hit a slick of ice. You are out of control. You hit the brakes. Twist the steering 
we, nothing helps. All you can do is sit there and wait for the crash to happen. It is a sickening and helpless feeling. This was the embarrassing situation of this woman. She had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Her body was out of control. Sickness also brings loss of identity. Sick people become identified with their illnesses. Isn't it interesting in this story that this lady isn't called by her name, but simply a woman who had been subject to bleeding as the text described her. We speak of certain people and say she has cancer, he has AIDS, or she suffers from manic depression. Sick people lose their identity in their sicknesses. One is no longer the person they were. They are the person who had an illness, who is disfigured, who induced chronic pain, or who is dying. Sickness also brings loss of uncertainty. With chronic illness, everything becomes contingent upon condition. My vacation is contingent upon how I feel. Sickness also brings loss of place in the society. When you are sick, the losses you go beyond the body is tremendously unbelievable. Sickness often puts a strain on your relationships, on your job, on your hobbies, and on your families. The sick person feels a better fit in the hospital with other sick people rather than in a healthy world. They don't fit in. Sickness brings loss of resources. The Bible said, the, in the story, the Bible said the woman has spent all that she had on her health. She was financially bankrupt, emotionally spent, and physically weak. Sickness also brings with it loss of hope. The most chilling part of this woman's life is that she had tried everything she could. Yet instead of getting better, she was getting worse. She was beyond him or help and hope that she could get healed. She was desperate enough to try anything. Sickness will make you do strange things. Pain causes you to be desperate, not satisfied with conventional treatment. The sick may seek alternative treatment unendorsed by traditional medicine. She was willing to try anything to bring healing to her body. She made a resolution to defy the Levitical code. She said to herself, I must reach out and touch him. The Bible says that she came up behind Jesus in the crowd and touched the hem of his garment. We notice that this woman did not meet Jesus in the house 
of worship. Rather, she met Jesus on a dusty street. Notice that Jesus called her woman a daughter. He said, it was your faith that has made you well. This woman had been a daughter of death through sickness, but now she was a daughter of life. When one is desperate for a miracle, three things must happen. When one is desperate for a miracle, three things must happen. One, you must be willing to give God a chance since you have tried everything you could try. The Bible says that this woman has spent all that she had on her health. And therefore, she was not getting any better but getting worse. And so she decided when she heard that Jesus was coming on a dusty street, headed to Jairus' house to perform a miracle. The Bible said the woman made a resolution within herself and said that if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. And so she reached out and she touched the hem of Jesus' garment. One old song writer says, I have tried everything that I could, and it seemed like nothing did me any good until I heard that Jesus was passing by. Then I decided to give him a try. When you are desperate for a miracle, you made your way to Jesus. When one is desperate for a miracle, it doesn't matter what the channel they go through. They cross every barrier wanting to meet the man called Jesus. The Bible says that this woman was desperate for a healing. And so she defied the Levitical code and reached out and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. The Levitical code says that because she had an issue of blood, she was not, she was not clean to touch the, 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 the Savior. But yet she did not care because she was desperate for a miracle. Are you desperate for a miracle today? Will you do whatever it takes to get to Jesus, regardless of your condition? Will you reach out and touch him in your situation? This woman was desperate. She did not go to the church, but she reached out where Jesus was. Sometimes we have to reach out wherever we are to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. It doesn't matter where you are, what your situation is, or how long you've been sick. You just have to reach out and touch the Savior's garment. Not only when you're desperate for a miracle, you reach out to Jesus. But you have to believe, you have to believe that when you reach out to him, he will hear you. You have to believe it. The Bible says this woman made a resolution in herself, and she said to herself, if I can only touch the hem of his garment. You see, she was not interested in meeting Jesus face to face. She, because of the, the crowd that surrounded Jesus, but she was interested in reaching out and knowing that when she reached out, she was going to be made whole. The Bible tells us that when we call on Jesus in time of trouble, he will hear us. So it doesn't matter what time it is in your life. If you reach out to Jesus, just where you are, he will hear you. 
The Bible says, the songwriter says that just as I am, without one plead, he bid me to come. Are you desperate to reach to Jesus for healing? Not only, when you're desperate, not only should you reach, try everything by reaching out to Jesus, but lastly, you must, be, you must be willing to take risks. You must be willing to take risks. The Bible says that this woman had a condition for 12 years, and she could not get better. She was getting worse. She made a resolution within herself that she has to reach out and touch Jesus' garment. She took risk, great risk, because the Levitical code tells us that she was unclean to reach out and touch a rabbi, to reach out and touch a rabbi. But despite of that, she said within herself, she did not care who was looking or what, what her, her surrounding condition was. Sometimes that's how we ought to be. Sometimes we ought not to care who's looking. When we need help from Jesus, we ought to bust through the crowd and reach out to him and touch him, regardless of the risks involved. Because we know that when we reach out to Jesus, something miraculous is going to happen in our lives. And the Bible said that when she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, her life was never the same. The Bible says she spent all that she had trying to get healed, trying to get healed. Can you imagine being desperate to meet the Savior? Can you imagine? I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm desperate, I look up to the hills from whence coming my help. For all of my help comes from him who made the heaven and earth. When I am desperate for a miracle, I look up to the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last. When I am desperate, I press my way forward to the highest calling for that which I have been called to. When I'm desperate for a miracle, I forget what's going on around me and make my way to Jesus. When one is desperate for a miracle, it doesn't matter what their circumstances are. They make their way to Jesus because they, they know that he is the author and finisher of their faith. Are you desperate this morning for a miracle congregation? If you are desperate for a miracle, you won't care who's looking or what's happening around you. You will be just like this lady who they did not mention by name. She beat all of the odds, the odds of, of, of what people were saying, and she reached out to Jesus, and her life became a brand new life. The Bible said that Jesus felt virtue all of his body, and when that virtue left, that power left his body, it healed her, and her life became new. And he said to her, daughter, that faith has made thee whole. This morning, are you desperate for a miracle in your life? Are you desperate to get to Jesus despite of what's happening, despite of the financial circumstances you may, have, you may find yourself in, despite of what the doctor may have told you, despite of what's happening in your life today? Are you desperate to make, to make your way to Jesus? We believe that if you are desperate to make your way to Jesus, something better is going to happen to you. May God bless you this morning. May the Holy Spirit move the scales from your eyes so that you can understand that Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. And there's nowhere else that you can go but to him. 
God bless you. If you are here today, then you are under the sound of my voice. And you have not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want you to say this common prayer with me today. Say this common prayer with me. And the Bible tells us in Romans 10 and 9 that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, we will be saved. So if you, if you, if you believe this morning and you, you, you haven't accepted Christ, I want you to say this, this, this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of everything I have done. Cleanse me from my sin. Help me, Jesus, for I cannot make it on my own. I surrender my will to you, and I ask that you come now and take a residence in my heart so that I may never be the same, that I may be a new creature. For your words say, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. If you said this prayer with me this morning, you are now saved. I encourage you to look for a Bible-believing church where Jesus has been taught and put your membership. If you've done this or you need to reach out to the church, I encourage you to call the church at 703-239-9111 and share your story with Dr. Murphy and the congregation. May God bless you this morning. Amen. Amen.